Lindsay's computer. Okay, I, I think we're recording. Yes, we are recording. All right, and I will be able to edit this, thank God. Okay. <laughs> All right, welcome to On the Line. I'm Jenny Robb with USTA Alabama. Uh, today we have with us Amber Gray and Gray Socorro um, with the Minority Health and Health Disparities Research Center at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. They're both program administrators there, so we're very happy to have you both with us. And um, also Jennifer Dowdle, um, who is the program director uh, of the LET program, which is Learning Excellence Through Tennis, and that is a program uh, run by Birmingham Area Tennis Association. So ladies, thank you for, for being here this morning. Thank you, thank you for your time. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I want to start um, with with uh, Amber, you and Grace. Um, so how did this uh, Yes, We Can Play program, you know, was this because of a COVID, you know, jump to virtual learning or how, how did it all come about? Um, so I'll start. Um, the Yes, We Can Play program originally was supposed to be um, a program for sixth graders in Birmingham City Schools um, because the sixth grade students don't really have opportunities to be involved in sports until they're in seventh or eighth grade and then preparing for high school. So we kind of wanted to bridge the gap between like the elementary school student program and the middle school um, sports programs that they have um, and kind of prepare our students for different sports that they might be interested in. Um, and we also wanted to make sure that students were getting enough exercise. Um, we wanted to go ahead and lay the foundation for good nutrition practices, um, as well as adding a social and emotional learning component. Um, but because of COVID, um, we kind of transitioned to including all middle school students, so sixth through eighth graders. Um, since everybody was kind of missing out um, and most of the schools that we are in are middle schools. So it was just a really great opportunity for us to kind of like include everyone and make sure we made all of our lessons available um, so that they kind of had a routine and maintaining a healthy routine through COVID. I love that you first um, wanted to really focused on sixth graders. I, I distinctly remember being a sixth grader and just not just could hardly wait until I was in seventh grade so that I could try out for a, a school team. So I think I think that is such a such an important thing and what a great opportunity for the kids um, to start getting prepared and, and start having those healthy habits like you spoke of. I mean the nutrition part, you know, we say mind, body, and spirit. And so the the sooner that we can instill those ideas, um, the better for everybody. Um, so yeah, well, Amber, um, I have just loved how we've had engagement from the kids. Mm -hmm. And it, that was one of the things I was a little bit worried about just from talking to other people that have been doing the online learning that there was an, have been challenges with engagement. And I was so impressed with all the kids and how they really were responsive and we could see them on the screens and that that was so much fun. Um, so just just tell us a little bit about uh, what you thought your experience was with with the kids and how they how they took to the tennis. <laughs> 
Um, I, I definitely will co-sign that. I was really terrified that we were not going to have any kids show up um, when we first started. And so it's been really, really fun to kind of interact and engage with the kids. Um, I've started calling them my babies <laughs> <laughs> because I, I genuinely love them so much. It's They really became an integral part of my day. Don't tell my coworkers. Um, <laughs> but like, I look forward to the sessions every day. It's like, I would wake up Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I'm like, okay, I get to see my kids today. So I get to actually have a moment to kind of watch the work I do in public health really impact someone directly um and so with engagement it was weird a couple of times because you can kind of tell I think when the zoom fatigue started to kick in as well with the kids Mm -hmm. and so kind of taking moments to be like hey so how was how's everything going like what's going on with your life just kind of asking them about like their day and you could just tell some of them hadn't been asked and like so the, the more Grayson I did that going through the sessions, I noticed like they were more and more excited to come on because I know, like, I don't know if Grace, you remember those first like two weeks, it was really mm-hmm. weird and awkward silence and not a lot of communicating. But like, as we went on and kind of engaged with them and just kind of like talk to them about like, hey, how's your life going? And then just kind of made those random connections about like the most random things ever. Um, and like even kind of, I don't want to say picking on them, but kind of like making jokes about like, um, I remember the day we were like, post a photo, like change your profile picture to your favorite food. And then just kind of like going from there. And then it, they, it quickly became a running joke, I think. So like stuff like that really kind of, I think, helped our engagement um, throughout kind of making it not just about what we're here for, but just kind of those extra little fun tidbits, I think really helped us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm so glad that you brought up the um, the profile pictures or the background. I mean, the kids really kind of had fun with that. Um, and it was a, a little bit of an icebreaker. And, you know, they started to really kind of open up a little bit more um, when we, we just had a little fun with it. So, you know, that, that makes a big difference. So, Jennifer, um, how did it all come about that uh, Let got involved with UAB for the Yes We Can Play program? Um, okay, I see that Susie has joined um, the call, Susie okay. Harris, and she is the um, executive director, and she had more of a hand on um that piece okay. definitely um but I know we've had a long-standing relationship with um Birmingham City Schools um through different projects and um I'll let if she if she, if she doesn't mind I'll let Susie answer how it yeah, how started with UAD glad you're here <laughs> and your puppy um Miss Susie I think you're unmuted oh oh there you are <laughs> And then let me uh, let me get the camera going. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh wait, uh, I'm on my phone with this thing. Oh, that's okay. okay. This just makes it authentic. This is what we've all been doing. <laughs> I don't know why it's not. Uh, I, okay, allow Zoom. Okay. Uh, dang, I've got a. Well, anyway. I can't get the camera to work. So um, anyway, yeah, we have a a long relationship with um, the Birmingham City Schools and Dr. Huff. 
who is the director of PE, uh, let's see, health and well health education and driver's ed. I don't know how she does it all, but um, so we, you know, we uh, work with her to get the tennis challenge going. And I think I was there to meet with um, some of her PE coaches to talk about it in her office. And the yes grant came up in conversation while we were waiting for the coaches to come. And so, you know, she said, you know, she said, well, you know, is this something y'all might be interested in helping with since we were hoping to, at that point, bring tennis into the Let's Move so we thought that that would be a good um, segue into getting the the um, getting tennis started. So yeah. you know we had um, and the plan had been to start tennis in Let's Move uh, in the spring mm-hmm. when we shut down COVID. So mm-hmm. um, so we were. It's great that we got tennis going in a remote fashion yeah. <laughs> a year later. Susie, so, so we're so glad to have Susie here with us. She's the executive director of the LUT program. Um, so thank you so much for joining us, Susie. Um, you know, you, the LUT program is, has done so much um, for the city of Birmingham. Um, so we, we love LUT. Um, but I remember, Susie, you and I were at Highland Park and you said something about, oh, we're doing this thing. And you kind of just, it was in casual conversation. And something just clicked and I was like, that sounds really cool. I, I want to, you know, I want to be a part of that. This sounds great. And um, it just evolved into um, something that, that has been so positive for everyone involved. Um, you know, I know that it's, it's been wonderful for me to be a part of, um, you know, like, like Grace was, uh, Amber was saying earlier, um, just the relationships with the kids and to see them, you know, grow and, and, and kind of open up. And then also with their skill improvement, um, it's just been a beautiful thing to be a part of. Uh, so thank you for, for sort of getting us all together and, and, and a part to be able to make this happen, Susie. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank y'all for all. It's been, it's been fun. So there is all kinds of research talking about how tennis is actually one of the sports that um, saw a huge increase in participation during COVID and, um, you know, with it being one of the safest sports you can do kind of naturally socially distanced um, and outside for the most part, um, it's been just experiencing this this huge increase in participation, which we're very excited about. And so we want to kind of hook into that and and keep that going. And um, I just love how the Yes We Can Play program um, could reach those kids that otherwise might not have ever been exposed to tennis. Um, so anyway, Jennifer, you, you were such a trooper on every call, you know, coaching and, and encouraging the kids, you know, we would, we did our, you know, round of applause and we had our three claps and, you know, anyway, uh, Jennifer, talk a little bit about how you saw, um, the program affecting the kids and, and how it was for you as well. I was so happy to actually see children during the week. We were able to start our Saturday program back, but before COVID, we were in a school every single day after school. So it just 
made me so happy to actually see the children <laughs> and um, hear them and watch their excitement as they really, thanks to your great lesson plans, quickly <laughs> learned the skills. And, it, you know, it, you could tell it would, was building their confidence and mm-hmm. it was, you know, teaching them something new and showing them how other sports, the exercises and um, the skills and the drills you do from other sports really are also relative to tennis. And it just really was bringing new players to the game, but just opening up doors for children in Birmingham. And we were thankful to see some of the children um, attending our Saturday clinics and hopefully more will be able to do the same, but they, um, it was just fun to watch them grow as children and as tennis players. Jenny really worked to create some unique ways where we could play games, but the children were still by themselves and we were by ourselves, but we were playing games. We were playing a match um, by ourselves, but with other people. Um, so it was really fun and exciting to be a part of something where we definitely were pivoting. Yes. Yes. But, the word pivot. Yes. Um, so you bring up such a great point. Um, I know I, I you know, was a teacher full-time, a, a tennis instructor, coach, full-time, you know, for 17 years before beginning work for the USTA. And so it was really exciting for me to have an opportunity to coach kids because it's something that I really, really love. And, um, you know, it was very different from being on the court, but actually I really loved how we could talk about the nutrition when we had the nutrition videos and we could talk about, you know, what did you eat? You know, the colors of foods. And, and it, I love that that was all combined because usually you, you go to a place and you're getting out there on the court and you just start playing, play, play, play. And there's not always a lot of time to stop and, you know, talk about the kinetic chain and, and talk about foundational, um, you know, athletic, uh, just, just those foundational movements and exercises that, you know, athletic skills before sports specific skills. And, you know, it, it's like you were talking about, cause it translates to all the other sports. So, you know, athletic skills first, um, but to be able to talk about all of those things was really unique. And I just thought about how much I loved it. Because again, you know, when I was on the court all the time, you know, parent drops off a kid, they come out and they want to see those kids go, 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 go. And we don't, we don't really stop to talk about, you know, what did you eat today? You know, what, what how much have you had uh, your water for the day? You know, did you drink a soda at lunch or, you know, I mean, I loved how we could really talk about the whole person um, versus just let's get out here and this is what we're going to do. Blah, blah, blah. And so it was really refreshing um, for me to be able to really put it all together in such a fun way. Um, and we did get pretty creative <laughs> with, with the games and the virtual learning. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just been, it's just been fantastic. So I want to hear a little bit more about um, the, the program from the UAB side. Um, so how y'all put together this Yes, We Can Play program, sort of the, the ideology behind it. Um. 
So, um, like I mentioned before, so when I came in, it was at the beginning of 2020, um, literally February, um, and we were getting all of our baseline data, and we were ready to start the intervention, and boom, COVID, like, shut us down. And I remember when everyone was like, oh, it's going to be two weeks, everyone just kind of stay at home, um, and we were still actively planning to be in the schools um, because we had um, a group of coaches from each of our participating schools for the program who were going to lead the workout sessions and the um, sports readiness piece. So different techniques, different drills for different sports. Um, and so because of COVID, yes, kind of became a moving target. So we wanted to focus on like what we can do right here and now. Um, and that's why I'm so thankful for um, you, Coach Jenny, and the um, LET program, because you guys really were committed to working with us and giving a program that was fun for our kids. And I know, um, Ms. Jennifer, you talked about this a little bit, but you could really see when the kids were starting to become confident um, in what they were doing, um, especially because they were starting to turn on their cameras a little bit more. So you could see they wanted to show you, look, I practiced this, this is what I'm doing, I can do it. Um, and they were very, you know, engaged with the nutrition piece and um, we're still working on the social emotional learning aspect of it because we really want that to be in person. We really don't wanna make it a video. Um, because we want we want to allow for students to actually talk about the things that they're experiencing, um, whether it was before COVID or during COVID, post COVID, getting ready for school. Um, so that's what we're focused on right now with our UAB team is still delivering a program that the students will take these skills um, that will carry them through middle school and high school, college, and hopefully into their adult life. Um, that they'll learn to, um, you know, give new things a chance, um, learn how to resolve conflict, learn how to process whatever they're feeling, whatever they're thinking, um, and they'll learn to, you know, maybe I should choose water today, you know, like, it's so easy for us to do things without thinking about it, like, it's so natural for me to go for juice, or I, I love Coke, like, I can drink a Coke every single day. And so it's so natural for me to reach for those things. But when you're learning and having these reminders through our Yes initiatives and, you know, our four core values, um, drinking fewer sweetened beverages, drinking more water, eating more fruits and vegetables, and having um, at least 60 minutes of some type of physical activity, it starts to become a part of your routine and that becomes a part of like who you are. So now you can see water <laughs> in my office um, and uh, I like try to be like I could go on a walk today it's a nice day outside and take my nephew so and I think the kids are like proud when they can say you know I had water today Miss Grace Miss Amber instead of having a Gatorade um, and I got 6,000 steps over the weekend 16,000 steps we had a lot of students um, participate in our challenges with their Fitbits um, and it's been fun for them to like well I got 10,000. So it's, it's been really great to just watch them grow and get better. So it's only going to go up from here. 
I, I love that you brought up the Fitbit. So um, things that I was really excited about when we uh, were in the beginning and sort of getting everything organized together was the the kits that you put together that each child received. Um, that was that's so huge, you know. And so um, I think you know the kids actually having a Fitbit is just awesome. And uh, so quick, quick. This is this is a real statistic. I'm gonna have to read it. <laughs> when playing singles, the average tennis player takes 146 steps per minute that's a oh, lot wow. of steps per minute per minute you know so tennis players um you know sometimes over uh, matches on tv or whatever they'll say you know they took this many steps and so they played a tennis match but it would be the equivalent of running this many miles or you know so so i love that they took uh, the challenges, like you said, Grace, seriously, and they wanted to be like, yeah, guess how many steps I got over the weekend, you know, so I, I love um, that it, that was just another piece to, to bring in the engagement, and then also to be able to provide the children with the gear that they needed, um, it, that's just so, so huge, um, so I really love how y'all thought that out and organized it mm -hmm. and, and got the kits to the kids, and, um, you know, there, there's always a piece involved with working with children, uh, with the parents, of course, <laughs> yeah. you know, and so um, I'm also very impressed with how y'all stayed in, in touch with the parents and, and you had your forms and surveys and, you know, the constant contact with, I mean, that is a, a really big piece that doesn't usually get, get the show, you know, but um, that I know what a big piece that is. <laughs> um, so, so uh, tell us a little bit about any parent reactions. Um, what, what were the parents saying? <laughs> um, I'll take that one. Um, the parents have been kind of really fun as well, um, especially kind of in the, uh, I started to notice as the camera started to come on, you can kind of see parents kind of like peeking their head in on the side, <laughs> or you can hear them in the background, like, you're not doing that, right? Like, listen to what she just said. And even like when um, Grace or I would have like phone call interactions or one-to-one -one interactions, they were just so excited that there was something for them to do. Um, physical activity wise, uh, one of the parents, she was like, I'm just glad for her to be able to burn off some of this extra energy. She was like, normally I send her to school. She burns it off during pee. She comes home and she's like, all right, I can do whatever we need to do at home. And she's like, I'm getting into bed. And so she was like, with, um, the quick transition to, uh, you know, zoom learning for her care, her kids. She was like, it was really a godsend for her family to have like, something extra for them to be able to do in the back like in the background after school work's done and um you can kind of tell like siblings were all like in the camera like oh I just want to see what you're doing and so it was really kind of it was one of those things that I don't think we anticipated happening but it was really one of those things like once we saw it happening like we were really excited to see like it was really a whole family thing so on those days where we couldn't have sessions it was really um, exciting for me to be able to still kind of send out those YouTube video lists we created to kind of like, hey, here's a family friendly um, workout. Um, there was even a tennis one we found to like do virtual uh, tennis drills. Mm -hmm. And the parents are like, thank you so much for at least still making sure they had something to do. Because I know for a lot of kids, like that time slot was really kind of like they look forward to it three times a week. Right, right. And, and I think too, that the, and I hadn't thought about it until right now, and I don't know why, but it, um, and Jennifer, you can probably attest to this, but parents 
we're sort of in, in a crisis mode because you're working from home. Now your child is learning from home. So everybody's at home. <laughs> and, and so how do you make sure they're getting what they need? And then you have to do your work. And it just, it, you know, that, that I've talked to so many people that have, were so affected by such a challenging uh, pivot <laughs> to, to working and learning from home. Um, so that, that is really cool that, that, not, not only is it helping the child and the siblings are seeing what they're doing, but then the parents could get a little break <laughs> if they, they knew that there was an activity in that, in that time slot, for sure. <laughs> I think this year, um, to, for us to work to get all work together, to be able to provide this, it was just so helpful to so many people, you know, not just the mm -hmm. child, but like you said, their family, um, but it, because it gave them something to do that was active. And it was just like you said, it was an opportunity that we don't have while we're on the court to really um, focus on, you know, including nutrition facts, and then also point out, hey, here's, this is related to math that you're learning. Um, so we were really able to take the time to do that and incorporate that. But I think just this year with everything that was going on and everything being so virtual, this opportunity to help people, including us, learn, you know, get moving and um, yep. learn new ways to play and then be able to incorporate it in to things you're doing throughout the week. You know, and, and one of the things... Um that I have been so impressed with was not only all of the planning and the communication with the parents and the schools and getting the children the equipment, you know, making sure they're there, you know, all of the work that, that you all did on, on your end at UAB, and then to have the kids engaged during the time, and then to actually get that to kids on the court. And so let providing a program where they have the Saturday clinics that the kids can go to, um, let provides uh, another way through junior team tennis where they can get on a tennis team and, and play matches. And so I just am so impressed and I love how it has all um, been able to be connected because that completes all the pieces. You know, if, if there was just a great program, but then the kids didn't actually ever go play tennis, that, that's not exactly the goal. Um, you know, when COVID first hit, uh, one of the things that USTA Alabama did and I had a lot of fun with was we did a hashtag that was tennis at home. But that was people that are already playing tennis showing how they were playing tennis at home. So that's different from reaching out to these kids who've never played tennis before, and then they start getting excited about it, and then they actually show up to the tennis court and start playing, and then have the opportunity to join a team and all that. So that actually, um, reaching the kids that weren't already playing, um, has meant a lot to me. Because like I said, we did the Tennis at Home campaign, which was a lot of fun, but they're already playing. <laughs> we want to reach kids that aren't playing. <laughs> and so that's what, uh, it, that just, you know, Jennifer with you and Susie and then Amber and Grace with everybody working together, we really um, got to see it happen. We got to see progress and, and they're tennis players. That's just cool. <laughs>
so how do you, oh, go ahead, Jennifer. No, go well, ahead. Hopefully one day they'll um, try out for the teams or mm-hmm. um, join us for Saturday tennis and try out for junior team tennis. Um, we just are creating tennis players, not just um, children who take tennis lessons. <laughs> I love that you said that because that there's a, a phrase in the coaching world that, you know, that's the big difference. If you ask a kid if they play tennis, you know, and they say, I play tennis lessons <laughs> versus I play tennis. Yes, we want athletes. We want tennis players, um, you know, and, and, and so that's that's been such a joy uh, to see happen. And so um, our spring um, program has has ended and then. What looking forward, what what is what does it look like going forward? What's next? So we are so excited that we're gonna be partnering with the Birmingham YMCA. Um, they have a summer program, but because of COVID, of course, they're trying to keep their class sizes small. Um, but luckily, Ms. Susie and Ms. Jennifer are working with us to incorporate tennis lessons um, on Wednesday. So we'll be maintaining our Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday schedule. Um, But the tennis lessons will be from 10 to 11, I believe. And so the YMCA will, you know, put their students on a bus, take them to Highland Park. And I'm hoping that the kids love it so much that they'll want to be a part of it past the summer program. Um, So we're so excited about that partnership. and we are potentially going to uh, be working with another school system in Jefferson County, um, but nothing's been finalized with that just yet. So we're really excited for the growth of the Yes We Can Play program. So um, we will be uh, maintaining virtual lessons for our Birmingham City School students, um, just because we know that there are some parents still not very comfortable with having their kids out um, and they will be remaining home for the summer. Um, so even though we'll be offering lessons um, and training in person, we will still be live streaming all of the um, sessions via Zoom. So the students who interview Zoom can still interact. Um, and I think we'll have a lot more, uh, you know, participation as far as like turning on your camera, you know, interacting with the students who are doing it in person um, and partnering up with each other. And then that maybe they'll want to have their friend come over to the house and be like, hey, do this with me. Um, so we're hoping just for more growth um, um, with the program, but we're really excited for what this summer has to hold. Uh, that is so exciting. I, I, I Just listening to you, it makes me just go, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I do want to just, just say a, a thank you to the schools that did that did participate this spring and, and I don't I, y'all know that end but what so what schools did we have that were the kids where, the, where were the kids which Birmingham City School participated um we had one student from Putnam Hudson um Huffman uh, Huffman yes thank you Huffman and um a few from Wilkerson Middle school. Fantastic. Oh, and a huge thank you to Miss um, Rambert, Miss Barbara Rambert over at Jones Valley as well. Um, okay. She was really integral behind the scenes, okay. um, helping us navigate schoology um, because that was something Grace and I was just like, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a school system thing. We were just like, 
and she she was she was really great. So Amber, thank you for um, giving her a shout out. She was really great. Um, whenever uh, Ms. Jennifer sent me the Saturday workshop flyers, I sent it to our you know parent email list, and I also sent it to her to post on the Schoolology page to to make sure that the students also saw it, so they can be like, hey mom can you take me, you know? Um, so uh, she was really great with putting up all of our nutrition lessons on Schoolology and as well as the recorded workout sessions from Tuesday, Wednesday, um, and Thursday. She posted all of those videos on Schoolology um, so that if anyone missed it, they can still kind of see um, the lesson that they missed out on. Um, and so it kind of, it just, we all worked really well as a team. Um, so we're just really thankful for everyone who participated and everyone who has helped tremendously. And I feel like health is, help is not a sufficient word, but it's just, it, the support has been amazing, honestly. That, that is just so cool. And just, just that was, oh, go ahead. Who was that, Susie? Oh, uh, I was going to say, let's see. Um, yeah, and we're hopefully going to be able to, we had hoped to add the social and emotional learning component to the to our um, tennis on site, but um, because of all the COVID restrictions in the space at high, we think uh, we're going to be able to offer it at the homework, um, at the Y during before tennis or however this yeah before ten before they come out to the courts we're hoping we're we'll get that whole in-person sel component oh yeah definitely definitely oh go ahead grace yeah. well i just am again it has just been so positive for everyone involved and um just like you've all been mentioning it it, it definitely took a village <laughs> you know there's there's been a lot of effort on on all sides to make something happen but um you know i'm excited about how we grow and evolve um as we go forward and continue these relationships with the schools and get more schools and um you know continue to grow our outreach with with the kids and um keep everybody moving and exposing them to to the nutrition and to the sport and and just you know these skills that that aren't tangible as well um so that's just been tremendous so um i'll just if anybody wants to to say one more thing how they feel about the program or, or if you got something you want to say uh let's go ahead and then we will sign off <laughs> i'm just thankful for the opportunity um it just really turned our spring and just it was a really great opportunity and loved being with children it was really exciting because I mean that's that's part of what we do and why we're here so it was really um so we were grateful for the opportunity and just loved um seeing where it's at now well Jennifer thank you thank you Susie um you know from the Birmingham Area Tennis Association and learning excellence through tennis um you two uh, do so much for the community um, and for the kids. So thank you for that. And then Amber and Grace, I've, I've just been so impressed with everything that you've done to make this program happen. 
um, amid some pretty challenging, you know, situations. And um, so I, I just appreciate all the work that, that y'all have done as well um, to really, you know, everybody has their part and everybody stepped in and was committed. And um, I think it was to the kids benefit. And to me, I've been. Yeah. <laughs> well, ladies, thank you so, so much. Um, I appreciate your time today. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the day. And I will talk to you later. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. you.